0: Where the blue
1: of the night meets the goal of the day,
0: someone waits for. Wait a minute, folks. You ain't heard nothing yet. Hello, Al Jolson speaking.
2: Al, this is Ken Carpenter at the Kraft Music Hall. You're supposed to be over here.
3: From Hollywood, The Jimmy Durante Show.
4: Ink, a dink a dee a dink a dink a oh, dink a dink a what a two!
5: a dink a dink a a dink a a
4: Benny. The two-fisted, quick-triggered marksman who shoots
5: from the hip and never misses.
6: Well, hello again. This is Buck Benny speaking. Welcome to another Triple Stack Sunday. Tonight, from 1947, the same week in 1947, actually the same couple days in 1947, we have the Bing Crosby Show, and with Bing tonight will be actor Clifton Webb, who was um. silent film actor and then he his film career sort of ended in about 1930 he was still doing Broadway work and so forth and then Clifton Webb um, got the part in Laura that Otto Preminger wanted him to have one of the leads in Laura and uh, the studio didn't want him to have it and Daryl F. Zanik didn't want him to have it but Otto Preminger thought he was a good match and then from there he had a resurgence of his career, at, uh, he was over 50 at the time, and he was in Razor's Edge, uh, he was, played uh, Mr. Belvedere in a number of films, and just had this huge resurgence in his career. Uh, and so this, being 1947, will be right in the midst of that resurgence of his career when he was probably at his peak at that time. Uh, also on this episode is Burl Ives. And Burl Ives is, of course, uh, one of our earlier um, folk singers, sort of a folk country style. And uh, some of the songs that are going to be on tonight's show will have Come to the Mardi Gras by Bing, and then Home on the Range. They'll, they'll have uh, Sweet Betsy from Pike will be Burl Ives first song. Then Clementine, uh, let's see, what else we got? Just an Old Love of Mine. Uh, Bing will close out the show with that. So it should be a great episode of the Bing Crosby Show. Uh, following that, we have our Jimmy Durante show. He's he's back. We had last week had a missing episode. Today he's going to be with singer Joe Stafford, who, had, uh, who was a, a fairly big pop star in the 1940s and early 50s. And she sang a number of songs with... Gordon McCray, who we play every Friday on our Gordon McRae show, The Railroad Hour, so it's kind of cool to hear her in this and he also has Victor Moore, who who is a comedian with a an actor, a comedian and actor and has a very unique voice and he'll be Victor Moore will be on a lot of the Jimmy Durante shows later on, uh, kind of as a regular, he'll be a semi-regular and then eventually turn into a regular on the Jimmy Durante show. And then to close out the evening, we have the Al Jolson show from Kraft Music Hall. And so with Al Jolson will be Groucho Marx, of course, famous Marx brother. Uh, the sound quality of that episode is really poor. That's why I put it on third, but I'd still rather have it than not. Anyway, without further ado, let's get into our triple stack Sunday. I hope you're going to enjoy it all of these performances when the blue of the night
1: meets the goal of the day
2: this is Ken Carpenter welcoming you to Philco Radio Time, produced and transcribed in Hollywood with John Scott Trotter and his orchestra, the Rhythm Airs, and Bing's guests, Clifton Webb and Burl Ives. And now here's Philco's little boy, blue of the night, Bing Crosby. Thank
1: you, thank you. Say, Ken, while I pitch the overture to the patrons, would you uh, run out for me for a minute and see if you can find my moose?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have the animal downtown this time of night, anyway? Well, I
1: tell you, I had the handsome beast over at Westmore's Beauty Party this afternoon. Oh, no. We're going to take some pictures, and we wanted to put a... Water wave in his rack. Let's see if we're
2: getting a, get a curl. <laughs> What's up there. your moose getting all dolled up for?
1: <laughs> well, there's a big test going on at Paramount tomorrow. That moose may wind up as Hope's next leading lady. Oh. <laughs> right. Anyhow, Ken, start hunting for Hollywood's newest box office smash while I invite the populace to come to the Mardi Gras. Mr. Trotter, Rhythm Airs, drop one on me, hmm? <laughs> i heard them sing come to the mardi gras it was rio in spring time for mardi gras i saw her there confetti in her hair swept along by the throng wasn't long till we met when we kissed my heart beat faster faster than a castanet We watched the moon moon, come to the Mardi Gras like a painted balloon balloon, at at the Mardi Gras. Romance was ours beneath Brazilian stars. Love is there in the air everywhere that you are. Make your sweetest dreams for to come to come to the Mardi Gras.
7: All of Rio was dressed for fiesta that
4: night. With gaiety and laughter, every lover's heart was light. Though the town was on a spree, a joyous jubilee.
1: I was lonely, just a stranger, until they called to me. I heard them sing, come to the Mardi Gras. It was Rio in spring, time for Mardi Gras. I saw her there confetti in her hair, swept along by the throng, twas not long till we met, when we kissed my heart beat faster, faster than a castanet. we watched the moon, Brazilian moon, come to the Mardi Gras, like a painted balloon, like a painted balloon, at the Mardi Gras. at the Mardi Gras, romance was ours, beneath Brazilian stars, love is there in the air, everywhere that you are make your sweetest dreams for to come true come to the Mardi Gras come to the Mardi Gras
8: Brazilian Mardi Gras
1: your sweetest dreams for to come to
8: at the Mardi Gras
2: Say, Bing, you, yeah. don't, you don't have to worry about your moose. He went over to Tom Brenneman's for a short bale of hay. Oh, oh good. <laughs> now let's indulge in
1: a short bale of commercial,
2: well, huh? Great, Bing. I'm ready now. You see, it's Philco week, and I'm busting out all over with radio bargains. Busting
1: out all over? Hmm. Can you do anything for it? What you... Oh, no. Hmm?
2: <laughs> no, you don't understand, Bing. This week, Philco dealers are giving away one of your records with every 1201.
1: I knew this day would have to come. <laughs> Oh, yes. Inevitable. But, Ken, isn't Philco afraid that this will set back sales on the 1201? Retard them a little?
2: Au contraire, Bing. Huh? It's a recording of two of your best songs, yeah. Blue of the Night and Home on the Range.
1: Blue of the Night all the way through? mm mm-hmm. Gee, I'd like to hear that. <laughs> I want to know how that middle part goes. <laughs>
2: well, the record is available only on this offer. What? Regular deck of platter, but it's not for sale anywhere. Who could sell it? You say they're giving it away? With your autograph, too. A special record autographed by Bing for Philco Week only. It's a giant jamboree, greatest radio selling event in six years, celebrating the production of the 20 millionth Philco Radio. And your Philco dealer's store is loaded with special offers and opportunities. Now, this is your big week to buy and save. See your Philco dealer this week, sure. Your chance for once-in-a-blue-moon opportunities on new 1948 Philco radios and radio phonographs. This being Philco
1: week, I think it's only fair to tell you that one of the records you're... Well, maybe I better sing a chorus of it for you. Then you can see if you want to go ahead with your determination to buy a 1201. You've been warned. Oh, give me a home Where the buffalo roam Where the deer And the antelope play Where seldom is heard a discouraging word and the skies are not cloudy all day. A Where seldom is heard A discouraging word And the skies are not cloudy at. Suave guest of the evening is a man who's equally at home in musical comedy, drama, or the tumbling snapshots. Ladies and gentlemen, Indiana's gift to sophistication, Mr. Clifton Webb.
9: Thank you, Bing. Bing, while your introduction to me was charming, it was hardly accurate. Clifton, have I faux a par? Hmm? <laughs> Indiana did not give me to the world. It parted with me rather reluctantly. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the old Hoosier state has parted with a number of favorite sons, hasn't she, Cliff? Cliff? Yeah. I'll thank you not to drop my ton. (laughs) (laughs) But you're right, Bing. The name is Harry, but I'll thank you to call me Bing. Bing. Yes, Indiana's produced men like Booth Tarkington, George O. O.O. McIntyre, James Pritcomb-Riley, Cole Porter, and Gideon Teep. Gideon Teep, who is he? I'm surprised at you, being, with your knowledge of music. Surely you've heard of the New York Philharmonic Orchestra. Well, of course I have, but what does Gideon Teep do with the Philharmonic? He's the man who wets the reeds for the bassoon player. Oh!
1: That <laughs> <laughs> me. I've always thought they soaked them in Chateau Martin, 29, I really did. Anyway, Clifton, it's quite a coup to have you with us tonight. You add just the proper touch of dignity to the proceedings.
9: Against overwhelming odds, I might add. I've always admired the way you dress. I've always admired the way you don't. On <laughs> contrary, my friend, I do. I always dress for the occasion. What's the occasion tonight? Are you on your way to a rat race? <laughs> I am going to a pajama
1: party at Dame May Whitty's. Well, you're getting in with a pretty racy set there Oh, I can keep up, I'll keep But you must have quite a wardrobe, Cliff And you must have, really Because every
9: time I see you, you're impeccably attired I'm impeccable when you don't see me (laughs) But I always try to wear the proper thing I've worn something appropriate for your broadcast tonight But unfortunately, you see my valet misplaced my Indian suit
1: (laughs) Well, stick around, we might pick up a few feathers yet A vectar, I don't know (laughs) But enough about us, Cliff What's the news out at 20th Century Fox?
9: Well, currently, the studio is engaged in filming a picture entitled The Snake Pit, in which I do not appear. Snake Pit, Snake Pit, that's interesting. We're going to have a movie that hisses back at the audience, I Mm -hmm. guess.
1: (laughs) Tell me about that other one. Oh, I got to hear this. The one they just previewed.
9: How does Forever Amber look? You'll never recognize her.
1: It figures, it figures.
10: Uh, excuse me, Bing. Are, are you busy? Well, Burl
1: Ives.
9: <laughs> hey, Clifton, uh, you know Burl, don't you? Mm, I believe we've met. My, but you've gained weight, Milton. <laughs> oh,
4: no.
9: <laughs> Not Milton, Burl. This is Burl Ives, the wandering true <laughs> Fireman's shirt. Wandering. <laughs> yes. Well, from the looks of him, he's wandered quite a distance. <laughs> Spread out a little.
10: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I sure have.
1: Say, bang! I huh? run into your moose up at the Brown Derby. Up at the Derby. Well, that table hopping quadruped. <laughs> <laughs> Ken told me that he went over to Brenneman's for a short bale of hay.
10: He did. He went. To, he ate all the hay in Brenneman's place, and then started munching on the flowers.
1: The flowers?
10: Yeah. There won't be any good, good neighbor orchids for six weeks to come. Oh. <laughs>
1: Emergency. The only thing Tom will have to pin on those sweet old ladies are the olives
9: out of their martinis. <laughs> uh, forgive me, uh, forgive me for intruding, Bing, but uh, just why has this portly gentleman interrupted our charming tete-a-tete? Well, Burl's an old filco-fishing friend of mine, Cliff. He's
1: about to head for the hills, and he dropped by to borrow a bucket of live bait. How vulgar. <laughs>
9: Why, Mr. Webb, don't you like to go fishing? The mere contemplation of such an activity is nauseating. <laughs> That's hardly the cosmopolitan attitude, Clifton. Don't you like the great outdoors, where old Ma nature keeps the air as fresh and as sweet as new pine needles? I prefer the great indoors, where an airwick can do the same job. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that ain't a scandal for the jaybirds... Mr. Webb, don't you get any exercise at all? Of course I do Every morning I buckle on my own wristwatch
10: (laughs) If that's all the exercise you get, Mr. Webb uh, How do you keep
9: so thin? I sleep in tight pajamas (laughs)
10: Well, (laughs) mine
9: are tight on me, too (laughs) Mine are crawlers (laughs) I trust, Mr. Ives, that your taste in pajamas is better than the shirt you're wearing What's wrong with this shirt? It's It's a polo shirt my, how polo has fallen <laughs> I think that's a stylish shirt Burl's wearing It looks like a tattoo I once had removed <laughs> From an old aunt of mine <laughs> Don't get sore, Burl, uh, uh, Milton And <laughs> <laughs> <Burl. laughs> me
1: bother that's for a minute <laughs> Harvey, listen, he's only kidding, really have, don't, don't, get, don't get burned
10: yeah, When are you leaving on your fishing trip? the uh, First thing in the morning, Bing Boy, I can hardly wait to catch me a mess of catfish Catfish?
1: Sure, Cliff There's there's no eating in the world Like a mess of catfish Fried in a skillet A deep skillet With plenty of that good bacon
9: grease. Please, someone Please, anyone Give me a bisadol <laughs> Why, Mr. Webb Didn't you ever
10: eat fried catfish? I'd sooner eat fried cat <laughs> Well,
1: cats darn good, too
8: <laughs>
1: Especially with wild rice <laughs> Say, Burl as long as this is Philco week and we're both Philco lads, why don't we stop this chatter and, and serenade the folks with a couple of those fine tunes that you do so well on your own show.
10: Okay, Bing, how about a little blue Tail fly?
9: This man would eat anything.
11: <laughs> I never the song, Clifton.
10: Oh, I see. Come on, Burl, let's hit something, will you? Well, just a minute, Bing, let me get my guitar in position.
9: Okay,
1: again. you single-trace it for a spell and I'll come in and double-harness with you to right to the finale. If I enjoy this, I'll never forgive
9: myself. <laughs>
10: Remember sweet Betsy from Pike, crossed the big mountain with her lover Ike, with two yoke of oxen, a big yellow dog, a tall Shanghai rooster and one spotted hog. Hoodulang fall did I do hoodulang fall did
8: each
1: heart?
10: They soon reached the desert where Betsy gave out. Down on the sand she lay rolling about. Ike gazed at her with sobs and with sighs Quoth he get up, Betsy, you get sand in your eyes hoodle dang fall did I, do oh, hoodle dang fall did day hey, hey. The Shanghai run off and the cattle all
1: died The last piece of bacon that morning was fried I got discouraged and Betsy got mad the dog wagged its tail and looked wonderfully sad. Hoodle dang fall did I do, Hoodle dang fall de day.
10: Long I and sweet Betsy attended a dance. Ike wore a pair of his Pike County pants. Sweet Betsy was
1: dressed up in ribbons and rings. Oh, ike you're an angel, but where are your wings? Hoodle dang fall did I do. Hoodle dang fall de-day.
10: A miner come up says will you dance with me? I will
1: you old horse if you don't make too free and I'll tell you the reason do you want to know why? And I'll go on, yeah, I'm chuck full of strong ale kill I dang party doodadang
10: fally day
1: Bubba Thank you brother. milky <laughs> Well, we got away with that one. Nobody got hurt. Milton, why don't we uh, why don't we try another one? Shoot. Mm-hmm. In a canyon, in a cavern, excavatin' for a mine, dwelt a miner, 49er, and his daughter Clementine. Oh,
10: my darling, oh, my darling, oh, my darling Clementine, thou art gone, but not forgotten. Oh, oh my, my darling Clementine. Clementine. Drove she ducklings to the water every morning just at nine. Hit her foot against a splinter, fell into the foam and brine. Ruby lips above the water,
1: blowing bubbles soft and fine. But alas, I was no swimmer. Bloop, bleep, rebop, bloop, bleep, clementine. <laughs> oh, my darling. Oh, oh my, my darling. darling. Oh my darling Clementine, Clementine, take the tenor, plant you now, and and dig you later, later, like a tater, Clementine.
9: Thank you, Burl. Gentlemen, I enjoyed that very much, but I'll never know why. (laughs) Oh, I think
1: basically you're an earthy man, but you just hate to admit it. Cliff, why is it that you've never done a radio program? Uh,
9: probably for the same reason Rembrandt never do a comic strip.
8: <laughs>
9: <laughs> What's wrong with the radio? To me, radio's like getting married. You whirl around until you find something you like, and after you've got it, you keep hoping that next week it'll be better. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh.
1: That goes in a reader's digest, that I know. <laughs> middle of the book there, America. Say, uh, you do listen to
9: radio then, huh? To broadcasts. Oh, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Only when it's too damp out to play croquet. <laughs> you know, I've noticed one especially appalling condition about musical shows. What's that? All the singers try to sound like you. Mm. They do, huh? Like sound like me? Mm-hmm. Like you used to sound. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ding. You know, you were wonderful when I was a boy in Indiana. Oh, Clifton, hair now. When you were a boy, there was no Indiana. Don't give me that. (laughs) (laughs) everybody go? Crosby, really Crosby. Now really, really, really. What? Must you resort to low comedy to defend yourself? (laughs) I see. Two. (laughs)
1: Two, if I may borrow a French expression, Shay.
9: Another unhealthy aspect of broadcasting is the number of so-called detective programs on the airwaves. I've heard so many private eyes on the air, I had to buy Harlequin glasses for my radio. Filco, <laughs> that is. Yes, no, yes philco Filco. <laughs> Anyhow, those detective programs are all so fantastic beings. Every one of the sleuths are constantly being mauled, whipped, drugged, beaten, doped, or inhaled by a Hoover vacuum cleaner. <laughs> oh,
1: yes, they've got to be in big trouble all the time. Tell me, Clifton, if you were a private eye, how, how would you go about it?
9: First of all, I would never be a private eye. What then? Uh, tell him, Mr. Carpenter.
2: Presenting Clifton Webb, Private Face. The Eyes, Ears, and Nose of Crime.
9: Yes, I'm Clifton Webb, Private Face. In the Tenderloin District of San Francisco, the police were baffled by a series of 17 grisly murders. But the mystery of San Francisco's killer didn't bother me for a moment. Fortunately, my offices are in Denver, Colorado. (laughs) There, high in the Rocky Mountains, I maintain headquarters with my assistant, a dullard named Crosbing. One crisp autumn morning, as I sat there high in the Rockies, Crosbing spoke to me.
1: Uh, Chief, let's, uh, let's move higher up in the Rockies, huh?
9: <laughs> my sinus is killing me. <laughs> Crosbing, there are times when I question your value to me. Remember, I deal in murder. Well, start dealing. Just then, the door burst open, and a very large guitar entered the office, dragging a man behind it. Are you, Webb, the private face? I am, and I'll thank you not to talk so close into it. I detest the odor of catfish.
10: I'm in trouble. Somebody's out to kill me.
9: Immediately. Immediately, my assistant and I donned our mountain clothing, which I had purchased from an army surplus store, (laughs) went out and mounted our packed mules, which I had purchased from an army surplus store, and got them started up the trail by giving them a few whacks, which I had also purchased from an (laughs) army surplus store. (laughs) We rode our mules for several hours, and when the going got too rough for them, we dismounted and rode Mr. Ives. (laughs) Five days later, Ives confessed to us that he was lost. Mr. Webb, I'm lost. (laughs) For days, we wandered in the mountain forests with nothing to eat but roast pheasant, truffles, lobster thermidor, veal scallopini, crepe Suzette, and Brussels spouts, all of which I naturally had purchased from an army surplus store. (laughs) Toward evening of the second day, Ives said, I'm hungry. Boy, what I wouldn't give for a mess of catfish. <laughs> My fine, fat fellow, will you kind just of discuss... Oh, he got me. Look, Chief, somebody shot Ives right out from under us.
12: Now we are lost.
1: <laughs> okay, I... you
12: man, break it up. That'll do. Start scattering. Just a minute. Who are you? My card, sweetheart. Hey, look at this card, Clifton. It's the Sam Spade. That's right, sweetheart. Sam Spade. License number 137596. I uh, was sitting in my convertible outside listening to this broadcast on my two-way wrist radio and I decided I'd heard enough both ways <laughs> Mr. Spade I am in the midst of solving
9: a crime Scram x <laughs> Nate Clifton this is the Sam Spade I don't care if he's the steam shovel
12: <laughs> Quiet you well-dressed toothbrush one more peep out of you one more peep out of you, and I'll cut off your supply of Wild Root Cream Oil.
1: Oh, there, Seamus. Let's not go overboard. This man's my guest here.
12: And that goes for you, too, Frog Voice. Oh, me. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's gonna cut me off from Wildwood Cream Oil yet. <laughs> now, who takes the rap for this rot? Is it you, Ladle Ears, or Ladle you? Uh... Ears. I refuse to answer until I've talked with my astrologer. Emma's on the stall here. I'm getting an answer from one of you, and I'm getting it now. Which one of you is going to sing? Okay, Spade. I know when I'm trumped. I'll sing. <laughs> well, you're smarter than I figured, Croz. Let's have it. Well, this is Philco Week, Spade, and if I sing, it's going to be a commercial.
10: Say, <laughs> <laughs> huh? Bing, if
1: you're going to sing a Philco commercial, I-, I-, I better get up and join you. Sure, You and Clifton. Group, everybody we will make this a real clambake. John Scott... Put us in pitch, huh? You get the finest radio today For the money that you pay Twenty million Philcos can't be wrong
10: And for a phonograph that can't be beat Newest feature all complete Twenty million Philcos can't be wrong
1: They gotta be good They gotta be best
8: because a Filco is first choice by the buyer's test
1: And so rely
10: on a leader when you buy Let a Filco show you why 20 million, Twenty million Philcos
3: can't be wrong
13: They gotta be good. good Good, best,
4: best, best, best Philco Best by the buyer's test You bet
10: And so rely on the leader when you buy Let a Filco show you why Twenty million
8: Philcos can't be wrong
12: Well,
2: gang, 20 million Philco's can't be wrong. And friends, you can't go wrong if you dash over to your Philco dealer before Philco week ends. Don't miss your chance to save on brand new 1948 Philco radios and radio phonographs, plus a store full of special money-saving offers, extra added values, to celebrate the production of the 20 millionth Philco radio at your Philco dealer this week only.
1: Now I think you might like to hear a new tune by Peggy Lee and Dave Barber. I can't give this the full torch treatment like Peggy. She really lives when she sings this kind of a song, but I'll see if I can get the pilot light going a little bit. Just an old love of mine That began with dinner and wine I thought everything would be fine but now she's an old love of mine just an old dream gone wrong that began with the sweetest love song and I've carried Memories so long For just an old love of mine So many times I've been lonely To do the things we would do And i go back Remember, but I'd see all the people we knew. Oh, I try to be gay, hoping you will see things my way. I can almost. Hear you say hello again, Oh, love of mine. That about rounds out uh, our roundtable for this evening. Before cutting across the lots to the Crosby Shack, I want to thank Clifton Webb, Burl Ives, and Howard Duff, who plays Sam Spade on the radio. Incidentally, he just finished a picture for Mark Hellinger called The Naked City. I want you all to see it. I want to thank all these fine gentlemen for coming up here and dropping in and helping us out tonight. Tell me, Bing, uh, who's Hmm. your guest next week? Well, Cliff, I tried to snag Joe Frisco, but he's such a big smash-up at the Club Kona in El Cerrito, we just couldn't derrick him out. He's (laughs) ensconced there. He's been held over for a fortnight now. (laughs) However, we'll have some very charming people with us next week. We have a lovely young vocalist, Gail Robbins, and Victor Moore... And inasmuch as it'll be our Halloween show Boris Karloff will be here too mm.
9: We're going to do some real spooky stuff Good, good I'll call under my bed with my Philco portable And listen intently
12: <laughs> Hey, Bing! Hi, Burl I'm going to be mosing along, good night Good night, Burl, and thanks a lot I'm going to shove off too, cries, And uh, remember, lay off ribbon us poor but honest detectives Okay, you? sweetheart I see <laughs> <laughs> Before we all
9: disband, yeah. Bing, I have an excellent idea why don't we all run out and see Daryl Zanuck's production, Gentleman's Agreement? Well, wow, good. Who's going to pop for the tickets? We'll send the bill to Zanuck. Agreed, agreed. Good night, folks. Good night. <clears throat>
2: This program was produced and transcribed in Hollywood by Bill Morrow and Myrtle McKenzie. Tune in to Philco Radio Time next week and hear Bing Crosby, John Scott Trotter, and his orchestra, The Rhythm Airs, with guests Victor Moore, Gail Robbins, and Boris Karloff. And remember, be sure to visit your Philco dealer this week. It's Philco Week, the greatest radio selling event in six years.
14: Oscar LeBan, Lou bring and his orchestra and chorus, and our guest, your Mark. So keep on
0: looking for a bluebird and listening for it. nothing yet. This is Al Jolson opening up another concert in the old craft Music Hall. And I want to tell you something. I'm one of the few people left in Hollywood. Everybody else is in Washington this week.
8: <laughs>
0: so come on, Lou bring. let's celebrate. <laughs> I'm sitting on top the world, I'm rolling along, just rolling along, and I'm quitting the blues of the world. I'm singing a song, just singing a song. Glory, hallelujah! I just phoned the parson, hey, Paul, get ready to call. Just like Humpty Dumpty, I'm going afar, and I'm sitting on top of the world i'm rolling along just rolling along don't want any million i'm getting my share i've only got one suit that's all i can wear a bundle of money don't make me feel gay a sweet little honey is making me sad. I'm sitting on top of the world. I'm rolling along, rolling along, and I'm quitting the blues of the world. I'm singing a song, just singing a song. Glory hallelujah, the pine hey Paul, get ready to call. Just like Humpty Dumpty, I'm going afar and I'm sitting, sitting on top, top of the world, I'm rolling along, rolling along. I'm sitting on top of the world, just rolling along, just singing a song. (laughs) Oscar, you're flat. Well, I'm not sitting quite on top. (laughs) Oscar, look, do me a favor. You play a wonderful piano. Well, why don't you leave this thing in the knee? Because I'm jealous. Oscar, you're a mad, mad thing. I'm a flat, flat thing. (laughs) You surprised me tonight. You know why? You almost sound happy. Yeah, I guess I'm not myself today. Well, that's an improvement. Look. Maybe, maybe, maybe you're feeling good because you're not eating so much, huh? Well, that's because we're observing the food-saving program at our house. Mm-hmm. We're teaching the kids all about it. Really? For instance, on Meatless Tuesdays, we don't give them any bacon. No? I eat it. What? <laughs> I say that's like taking candy out of a baby's mouth. Oh, I don't give my kids any candy. No? I eat it. What? I suppose you take the little kid pablum, too, huh? Oh, no, I don't allow my kids to have pablum. Really? It
14: doesn't agree with me.
0: What? Well, <laughs> Oscar, look, if you ask me, the whole food-saving program was started by a guy called Nelson Eddy. He's been shortening bread for years. Now, John Reed, <laughs> listen, I, I don't care who started it. Yeah? The whole thing doesn't bother me. Why? I don't have to eat. Now, look, Oscar, what do you do when you get hungry? I sit in the corner and eat my heart out. <laughs> You'll get 10 on that diet. Oscar, look, why don't you follow the example set by President Truman? He announced on Meatless Tuesday, he ate a cheese souffle.
14: That worries me, Al. Really?
0: First he plays the
14: piano. Now
0: he's plugging cheese. You know, Al? What? I think he's after my job. You know, Oscar, that's possible. Next year's slide will be the craft musical starring Harry Truman without Oscar LeVant. You know that, don't you? What becomes of you? I'll be president. In that case... Yeah? In that case, maybe I'll throw my hat in the ring, too. Oscar, there wouldn't be any room in the ring for the size hat you wear. Now, look. I wouldn't run for an office. No? After all, what are politicians? Yeah, what are politicians? Just guys who before election promise you the earth. And after elections, throw it in your face. Very good. Very good. I say, in this country, if you don't like a politician, you can just go to the polls and vote him out of office. I don't like to vote. No. They always put the voting booth in a garage, and it confuses me. How come? Last election, they I voted for a Cadillac, and it was never delivered. <laughs> Oscar, as I said before, you're a mad, mad thing. And look, while you're still confused, why don't you go over and play the piano? The piano knows where I am. Let the piano come to me. <laughs> One of you is going to have to swallow your pride. Oscar, look, go on over there to the piano and give it that blacksmith touch that you do every Thursday.
8: <laughs>
14: I'll do it, but only because I like to listen to myself play. <laughs> if this thing comes out right, it'll sound like Claire Deloitte. to cut food bills, do this. At least one day a week for lunch, and for dinner at least one day a week, plan a meal around the Velveeta main dish. Kraft's nutritious cheese food, Velveeta, is one of the protein foods, but it's thrifty. And golden, smooth-melting Velveeta combines perfectly with fish, seafood, macaroni, eggs, or leftover meat or chicken. Your thrifty Velveeta main dishes will be among the favorites you serve all week. Forget the big two pound loaf tomorrow, so you'll have plenty for cooking, for snacks, for sandwiches. Get genuine Velveeta, made only by Kraft.
0: Dick Rogers' music is beautiful. I don't know anybody who would write any better than that. I can. How do you like this? It's something I wrote. Comes right from the heart. What's the name of that? It's called I Missed My Little Gray Home in the West, but I couldn't refuse the inflated price I was
8: offered. <laughs> <laughs>
0: If if they announced that title on the hit parade, they wouldn't have time for F. E. Boone. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Oscar, play something nice, will you, that I can sing.
14: I'll play something that
0: I can sing. Oh, yes. By Noel Coward. Noah Coward, huh?
14: We'll be so jealous
8: that the world will be jealous of our sweet little cafe in our Square!
0: <laughs> 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 That's Brooklyn's answer to Noah Coward. Look, Oscar. How about playing something with a little melody in it?
3: You know this one, don't
0: you, Al? I wrote it. You wrote it? That smoke gets in your eyes, and Jerome Kern wrote it. No wonder I haven't been getting my royalty checks. (laughs) They asked me how I knew My true love was true Oscar. Yeah, Oscar. Don't play anymore. I think I'll sing it next
15: week.
8: <laughs> <laughs> Al?
0: Yeah? I like that song. Yeah? Anything incendiary seems to go. I think I may write one about a cigarette lighter. Look, Oscar, don't bother. There's already a song about a match. In fact, it's brand new, never been sung before. So tonight, for the first time in the Crab hall... I'll sing if I only had a match. If I only had a match Then my cares I'd soon forget All I need would be a match if I had a cigarette, and if I had a cigarette, I could watch the smoke rings curl, but I'd really be all sad if I only had a girl. If I had someone like you to hurry to each night in our cozy bungalow, we'd know such sweet delight. We could raise a family. And a little garden patch, and to think this all could be, if I only had a man. I want to ask you something. For the first time a song sung like that on the hall, did you really like it? Tell me the truth. Did you really like it? Well, I don't know if we have time or not, but this has never been done in radio, and I'm going to try it then, even if I get fired. Lou, play it again. I like it. (laughs) If I only had a match And my cares I'd soon forget All I need would be a match If I had a cigarette And if I had a cigarette I could watch the smoke rings curl but I'd really be all sad If I only had a girl If I had someone like you To hurry to each night In a cozy bungalow With no such keen delight could raise a family yeah. and a little garden patch, yeah. and to think if all could do yeah. if I only had a man. Oh, you dog! Johnson, here's a match. Don't sing that again. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind, never mind the match, Groucho. What's the idea of carrying an umbrella here in the trans music hall? That is an umbrella, isn't it? Well, uh, this is the kind you use when it isn't raining. I heard it was always raining violets over here. Yeah. (laughs) Salesman told me my suit would shrink if it got soaked with violets. Now wait a minute, Groucho. I don't know why you pick on me for singing April showers. I love that little song. When April showers they come your way, they bloom the. Groucho, wait a minute. Come here. Where are you going? I'm going out and get another umbrella. Jolson, you don't have to serenade me. I'm here to examine you. Take off your shirt. Take out your tongue. Open your wallet, and I'll say ah. (laughs) Groucho, you know, doctor, you're an actor. Wait a minute. I saw your last picture. You're a doctor. I saw your last picture. You weren't even Jolson.
8: <laughs>
0: Not quiet, Aza. Hey, <laughs> what part of Azar are you from? Aza? <laughs> now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Quiet there, will you? Let me count your pulse. Hmm. It's, it's two. How can my pulse be only two? One on each wrist. What? Johnson, I'm going to call an ambulance. I don't need an ambulance. I do. I'm tired, and I don't want to walk back to my office. <laughs> Groucho, do you mean you hung out your shingle? I did, but I had to put it back. The roof was leaking. Now, <laughs> look. Groucho, let me tell you something. I've been to the best doctors in the country. Last year, I went back to the Mayo Brothers. So what? Last year, I went back to the Marx Brothers. <laughs>
8: it's
0: a narrow escape. I almost went back to the Ritz Brothers.
8: <laughs>
0: Groucho? Look, Groucho, listen to me. I... I'm a nut. <laughs> You don't mind if I add lib with my elbow here. Though. Listen, listen, Erich. So I'm I'm a nice fella. I'm lovable. I'm sweet. I'm kind. Gentle. I know that's the truth, but I saw it in a joke story. I was. Would... Well, I wouldn't know about that. I was looking for a lady in the balcony. Well... Listen, Asia. Let's get down to. I'll have you Africa before sure. this is over. Let's get down to business. Any man who sings as much as you needs a doctor. Now look, I've got no time to fool around with quack doctors. I'm really in good shape. I'm in the prime of life. For the second time.
8: <laughs>
0: Asia, you seem to doubt my medical background. Why, just a month ago, I was asked to perform a delegate operation. I'll really? never forget it. Mm-hmm. The amphitheater was packed with famous men from Vienna. Paris, England, Greece, Russia, Italy, Brazil, and China. But unfortunately, I, I couldn't go on. You couldn't go through the operation? No. Russia vetoed.
8: <laughs> well, I heard
0: about that, about that operation. You're going to remove Winchell from Wachinski's hair. <laughs> Been better off we'd have removed that joke,
8: huh?
0: <laughs> Joseph, when I operate, nobody knows what I'm going to remove, including myself. I just take potluck. Well, that's the <laughs> you're not going to take potluck with me, and I don't want to be bothered with any examination. I've got other problems. Good, tell them to me. I'm a lawyer. Where'd you study law? Well, I was going to medical school. <laughs> And to prove that I'm a good lawyer, here, take a subpoena. A subpoena? Take any subpoena. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't
8: give me no subpoena.
0: (laughs) Don't give me no subpoena. You got the wrong man. I'm not Howard Hughes. Now, look. Groucho, you're pulling my leg, aren't you? No, you probably got your guard hooked to your (laughs) shorts. Al. Jim, This is a summons for a breach of promise suit. Must be a mistake. I married every girl I promised. Well, my client is a little lady who went out with you 50 years ago. She claims you took her for a ride and you made her walk home. I made a girl walk home 50 years ago? Yes. You told her your horse ran out of oats. Well, <laughs> I cite the case of lean against posts, wash the abrasion with saline solution, dust on sulfanilamide, inject 10 cc's of penicillin, bandage loosely, and have patient rest. Where'd you learn that kind of law? That's the day I went to medical school. <laughs> Jolson, I want to ask you something. Where were you in the night of January 23rd? Oh, now, wait a minute, Groucho. That isn't a fair question. I wouldn't ask you anything I wouldn't ask myself. Marx, where were you in the night of January 23rd? I was? <laughs> oh. Well, let's make it the 24th. <laughs> Groucho, what's the name of this woman who's suing me? I don't know. I've got to build up the case first, then I'll get the woman. Groucho, this is a frame-up Telling me. I made a woman walk home 50 years ago. If it's true, why does she wait till now to sue me? She just got home from the war. <laughs> I could use someone to handle a breach of promise case. Who's the injured party, LeVant? I am. I'm falling out of love with myself. <laughs> Oscar, I knew you'd get sick of you sooner or later. Levan, tell me, uh, how did this infatuation begin? Well, it started many years ago. I woke up one morning, looked at myself in the mirror, and I liked what I saw. <laughs> you know, I got one of those mirrors, too. Getting one in the morning. Levant, I can't take your case. I'm not a lawyer anymore. I'm a piano teacher. When did you become a piano teacher? When I heard you play. (laughs) I wish you were two-headed, Mark.
14: Then I'd have someone more interesting
0: to talk to. Now, wait a minute, boys, boys. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's no time for fighting or feuding. Well, I know. Oscar, listen. You've got to apologize to Groucho. It's the first time anybody ever apologized to Groucho, but I will. (laughs) I'm sorry, Groucho. I hope I said something to offend you. Well, you don't have to get sore about it. And I'm sorry, too, for what I said. I couldn't teach you anything about the piano. And no one else could. (laughs) Or did. (laughs) Being being between these two fellas makes me look like an awful nice guy. You know that, don't you? How could a guy finish medical college, music college, and law school? It was very simple. I didn't go out for recess. (laughs) Jolson, let me see your watch. Here you are. Hmm, must be an awfully old watch. Its face is wrinkled. That's LeVant you're looking at. (laughs) And the hands could stand a manicure. That reminds me, I have to wash my hands. I'm a doctor again, and I operate in 15 minutes. Groucho, you mean they let you perform an operation? Sure, I took out a man's appendix last week. Really? That's pretty serious. Yes, it was. In the middle of the operation, I ran out of surgical thread, and I had to use knitting wool. Knitting wool? What happened? The man took a bath, the wool shrunk, and now he walks sitting down. Uh more
14: important these days to eat up the leftovers that the Kraft Kitchen has sent along a timely idea. It's a way to transform leftover vegetables or fish or seafood or a bit of ham or veal or fowl into another good main dish. They serve them in a rich golden Velveeta sauce. Just melt a half pound of Kraft's famous cheese food in the top of your double boiler. When your Velveeta is melted, stir in one fourth cup of milk. And the glorious sauce is ready, smooth as velvet. Of course, you must use genuine, smooth-melting Velveeta to do this cheese sauce trick. Get Velveeta in the 52-pound loaf tomorrow so you have plenty for snacks and sandwiches, as well as economical main dishes. Remember, Velveeta is one of the protein foods, but its price is low. When you buy, always see the name Velveeta on the loafer packages because you want nutritious, smooth-melting Velveeta with a mild but rich cheddar cheese flavor your folks will go for.
0: long time ago, one of the most popular songs of the day was written by my good friend Irving Berlin. This, of course, was not unusual because Irving always has a hit song around. You know, much of his music is inspired by events that happened in his everyday life. But the inspiration for this song came from something he heard about. A man in Springfield, Ohio, left a will. It wasn't an ordinary will. He didn't leave money or cars or jewels or mansions. He didn't have any of those things. But he left a will that contained the greatest riches on earth. Irving read it and wrote this beautiful song. To me, one of his greatest. I know a millionaire Who's burdened down with care load is on his mind. He's thinking of the day when he must pass away and leave his wealth behind. I haven't any gold to leave when I grow old. Somehow it's past me by, I'm very poor but still, I leave a precious will, when I must say goodbye, I leave the sunshine to the flowers, I leave the springtime to the tree, and to the old folk, I leave a memory of a baby upon their knees. I leave the nighttime to the dreamer, I leave the songbird to the blind, I leave the moon above for those in love when I leave the world behind. sunshine to the flowers. I leave the springtime to the trees, And to the old folks, to the old folks, I leave memories of a baby, a little baby on their knees. leave the nighttime to the dreamer. I leave the songbirds to the blind. I leave the moon above that holds in love when I leave the world behind. Good night, folks. Dr. Marsh will soon be heard in his own program, The Your Life, sponsored
14: by Elgin American. Our guest next week, William Bendis. This is Ken Carpenter saying good night. Stay tuned into this for Jack Clarkson and Eve Arden, we'll follow immediately.
0: As every woman knows, the dressing really makes the salad, and so the wise homemaker chooses one of two perfectly seasoned French dressings made by Kraft. Kraft French dressing and Miracle French dressing. The first Kraft French dressing has a smooth come-on flavor that all America takes to. The other Miracle French dressing has just a tantalizing touch of onion and garlic to give it an intriguing, more highly seasoned flavor. Whichever one you prefer, you'll find it outstanding. Craft French dressing or miracle French dressing. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.
6: Well, hello again. Tonight we bring you back uh, another high-quality-sounding episode Of the Jimmy Durante show. And uh, one person you'll hear in this show that I don't think is mentioned in the the description of the show, uh, or at least the title of the show, is Alan Reed, who of course is Falstaff Openshaw over on um, Fred Allen's show and is doing a brilliant job over there. We probably know him best as Fred Flintstone. Uh, though he sounds on this episode a little more like Falstaff than he does like Fred, uh, I just thought I'd mention that he's on here. And then, as far as Jimmy Durante goes, I haven't talked too much about Jimmy yet. Uh, he his first radio show was he was on the when Eddie Cantor was hosting. Um, can't remember what show it was. Anyway, it was, the, it was an hour-long show that Eddie Cantor was showing um, back in the early 30s. Uh, Jimmy Durante uh, was on that show, and then later Eddie Cantor left, and Jimmy took over for a year or so. And then Jimmy Durante was uh, popped over on Edwin's uh, Texaco Fireman show that was in 1936 and appeared on there. I don't know if he took it over or if he shared it with uh, Ed Wynn. Uh, Then he went away for a little while and came back um, in like the early 40s. And um, in the early 40s, this show, the Jimmy Durante show, was starring uh, Gary Moore was um, very young at the time, and so having the older and younger play off of each other worked really well, sort of an odd couple thing, and that show was hugely popular throughout the 40s, and then Gary Moore left in 47, and so Jimmy Durante started up his own show in 1948, sort of continuing on. Uh, It's always funny to me which shows survive and which shows don't survive, and it just depends on lots of factors. But one of the things is um, it depends on who the sponsor is. Uh, in this case, I believe the, the sponsor, uh, Rexall, um, kept the recordings or made the recordings available somehow where they were stored, and so they were found, and so that's why we have such high-quality sound on these recordings. Whereas... Uh, the Gary Moore the Moore and Durante shows when they were together not many of those survive but um, and I wish them did greater in greater quality because I'd love to bring you those I mean there's some but the sound quality is not great and I probably will at some point bring us some uh, Gary Moore, Jimmy Durante shows but I'm having a lot of fun with these Jimmy Durante shows um, anyway and I hope you have a lot of fun with them too so we shall see you next time for more Jimmy Durante.
5: Good
3: health to all from Rexall. From Hollywood, the Jimmy Duranty Show.
4: Yes, folks, it's Jimmy Durante again. Back with a few songs and snappy sayings that'll warm the cocktails of your heart. Now, I admit I Toby plays piano better than me on the white notes. And Eddie Dershon plays better than me on the black notes. But when it comes to playing between the cracks, I'm in a class by myself. <laughs> yes, it's the Jimmy Durante Show with Arthur Treacher, Peggy
3: Lee, Candy Candido, Roy Varney and his orchestra. Our Rexall sportscaster, Tommy Harmon, yours truly, Howard Petrie. And our special guest tonight, Victor Moore. Brought to you by 10,000 Rexall drug Stores, who carry the complete line of top-quality Rexall drug products. And here he is, not a transcription, not a wax reproduction, but the one and only Jimmy
5: Durante in person. You've got to start off each day with a song
4: Now even when things go wrong Now you feel better You even look better Ah. And now for my second number I'll sing All of me Why not take all of me If the young lady who whispered that song in my ear last night Will return my watch There'll be no questions asked I get a kick out of you Thank you, Mr. Petrie You're
3: wonderful, wonderful When I found out I was going to be in the program with you again this season I was tickled Honestly tickled
4: (laughs) 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 If he acts that way now, can you imagine how he's going to be in long underwear?
3: (laughs) Oh, I can't help my enthusiasm, Jimmy When you sing, what a voice! You should sing classical melodies,
4: like Tchaikovsky I'd like to sing Tchaikovsky But a voice keeps whispering in my ear don't do it. Don't do it. Whose voice? Tchaikovsky's. <laughs> at the end, you ought to be on the radio. Why? Don't sneer at me, traitor. You're looking at a man who's going to be the best man at the wedding of Princess Elizabeth.
5: And what's more, President Truman is going with me. I happen to know that President Truman cannot leave the country. Why not? Next week, Forever Amber opens. LAUGHTER too bad. I don't know what they're going to do
4: for a flower girl.
5: And, uh, and furthermore, do you mean to stand there and tell me that Prince Philip has asked you to be his best man? Why not? I'm responsible for Philip's success.
4: I introduced him to Morris. That was Johnny stepping out of thousands of store windows. <laughs> Going to the wedding, too Ah, what a figure I'll cut at that reception With my top hat White tie And my corduroy tuxedo Tuxedo? Oh,
5: dear Now, wait a
4: minute, Treacher I know it's proper to wear tails But you saw how I looked At Atwater Kent's last shindig I can't wear tails They make me look lumpy Well, you're not supposed To tuck them
5: into your trousers <laughs> Perfectionist. Really, James, because I couldn't bear to see you hurt. After all, you know I am your friend. You know that I love you.
4: I wish you'd have spoken sooner. (laughs) I could have arranged with Prince Philip to make it a double ceremony.
5: (laughs) Ah, love, what a strange and beautiful thing it is. Why, James, there's a tear beginning the hazardous journey down your nose.
4: It's taken a scenic route. (laughs) I'm always sad when I think of what might have been
5: What might have been? Tell us about it, James
4: Well, it was about 20 years ago Back in the days of the old Club Alamo The orchestra consisted of me at the piano And a very talented busboy Who cracked his knuckles on To home on the range (laughs) I used to eat my meals at the piano And one night while I was nibbling on a frog's leg a vision of feminine prostitutinists approached the piano and said...
7: Well, hello. I do hope I'm not intruding on your dinner.
4: Not at all. Wait a Cancel the chopped liver. This looks better.
7: <laughs> May I introduce myself? My name is Mimi.
4: How do you do, Mimi? Forgive me for not shaking hands. I'm afraid this frog leg will hop away.
7: Oh, please don't stop Play some more for me
4: Very well, if it pleases you
7: Oh, what a masterful touch
4: That was the frog's leg Wait, life starts. Take an L Take a no, then take a B
7: Uh
4: Take a wobble you Another wobble you Another wobble you
7: Heavenly, heavenly
4: Take a park, a bench Beneath the tree to that L-O-V. Then add a I adore your spelling. Take a girl, a ring, a little I do. A house in the country for just me and you. Ah. And then soon they will be one, two, or three. Little you, little you, little Wobbleyews. <laughs>
7: Oh, that was divine. Tell me about yourself. Oh, there's nothing to tell.
4: I started out as a boy who liked to sit around the house surrounded by my pipes.
7: Oh, a dreamer. No, a
4: plumber. (laughs) Let me know if you're ever in trouble I'm great on leaky faucets
7: Oh, why fight it? Can't you see it's bigger than we are? Take me in your arms and crush me to your manly chest Crush me, crush me Madam,
4: please, you have your hand in my mashed potatoes Oh, <laughs> uh, where were we?
7: Oh
4: Why are you crying?
7: Oh, it's nothing
4: I know, but it's putting out my cigar <laughs>
7: Oh, darling, take me away from all this Can't you see we were made for each other?
4: You're right, Mimi But first tell me <laughs> Have there been any other men in your life?
7: Mm, not many Let's see There was Eddie, Betty, Teddy, Joey Lanny, Henny, Benny, moy Danny, Manny Harry, Perry, Terry, Barry, Gary, and Algernon
4: Thank you, Mrs. F.E. Baum of Lexington, Kentucky
8: <laughs>
4: <laughs> And, teacher, that's what happened to me 20 years ago Take a girl, a ring, a little I do. A house in the country, but just me and you. And then soon they will be one, two or three. Little Wubbleyews, little Wubbleyews, little you.
13: Sure that the product is pure when you ask for a drug preparation. Buy the Rexall
11: line at the Rexall sign. A Rexall identification.
12: Twenty-five
3: percent of America buys its drug needs in Rexall drug stores. Yes, the name Rexall identifies everything fine in drugs. For Rexall is that large and respected family of more than two thousand different drug products, always available at Rexall drug stores everywhere. There is a fine Rexall product for every drug need. For example, for a fine vitamin supplement... Take Rexall Plenamins. For a fine aspirin... Take Rexall Aspirin. For a fine toothpaste... Take Rexall Toothpaste. Let the name Rexall identify everything fine in drugs for you. For the name Rexall is your constant guarantee of fine drug products, the finest that science and pharmaceutical skill can produce. 25% of America buys its drug needs in Rexall drug stores.
13: Yeah want to be sure that the product is pure when you ask for a drug preparation. Find
11: the Rexall line at the Rexall sign of Rexall identification.
3: Good health to all from Rexall. As you know, ladies and gentlemen, Arthur Treacher has moved into Jimmy Durante's house. As we look in on them now, we find them lolling about the swimming pool.
5: I say, James, whatever are you doing? Get off that diving board.
4: Treacher, watch this dive. I will now do a double jackknife, knife, and while in midair, I will snatch a worm from a sparrow's mouth.
5: <laughs> Here I go. But, James, I say, is there any water in the pool? <laughs>
4: Oh, Treacher, you have a very interesting question.
5: (laughs) You know, luckily you landed on your nose. It broke the fall. (laughs) (laughs) But, James, James, I do appreciate your hospitality. And to prove it, here's a little house gift I bought for you. Here, just lift the cover and listen. Just
4: what I've always wanted, Treacher... A musical garbage can. <laughs> Very thoughtful of you, Treacher.
7: Oh, Mr. Duraney?
4: Yes, Candido.
7: Mr. Durrani, there was a telephone call for you, and the sweetest, loveliest voice said, I'd like to see Mr. Duraney tonight, and I said, Who is this,
4: Greer Gawson?
7: <laughs> and the sweet voice said, No. I said, Rita Hayward. And the sweet voice said, No. Well,
4: for heaven's sake, who was it? Wallace Berry. <laughs> Hang around till wash day, Candido I'd like to send your head out with the rest of the flat <laughs> Mr.
16: Durrani, I'd like to have a word with you
4: Everybody wants to get into the act <laughs> Stanley, what are you doing here?
16: Mr. Durrani, you went out with Margaret O'Brien last week Margaret is my girl and I came here to settle this man-to-man Now
4: wait a minute, Stanley, wait a minute Don't shoot, put that, put that pistol down The water will take the crease out of my pants <laughs> Let's discuss this like gentlemen Sit down, Stanley
16: No, thank you I'll come right to the point I've been going steady with her for three months Three months, Mr. Durante That represents a lot of bubblegum <laughs> And I'm here to protect my investment A
4: bubblegum typhoon
16: <laughs> Just answer me one thing Did you or did you not give Margaret your fraternity pin?
4: I had to give it to her The shoulder strap on her rompers broke <laughs> It wasn't exactly a fraternity pin It was my old chicken inspector badge
16: (laughs) Mr. Durani, I'm afraid you don't understand women You know, some girls can't be toyed with An unhappy love affair can have deep psychological repercussions Can have what? Deep psychological repercussions Wouldn't you say so?
4: I wish I could say so (laughs) But be reasonable, Stanley, my boy Be reasonable
16: Reasonable nothing My uncle will be here any minute And he's gonna break every bone in your body Uh Uh-oh, here he comes now I'm leaving, I can't stand bloodshed
4: Wait a minute, Stanley, I'll go with you Wait a minute What a spot for Durante This guy's probably six foot three Covered with muscles And built like a gorilla
11: (laughs) Pardon me, did I leave my eyelash curler here? (laughs) Victor Moore
4: Hey, Victor, this is a coincidence Don't tell me you were supposed to beat me up My old pal Victor Now, don't old
11: pal me I'm really steamed up about this I'm just boiling Why, right now, I'm so mad I could crush a Rice crispy.
8: <laughs>
4: <laughs> now, wait a minute Don't get tough with me You remember me from the old days I was always athletic why, at high school, you know I broke the pole vault record.
11: Oh, yeah? Well, I broke the 100-yard dash record. But I also
4: broke the high jump record. And I broke the hurdle record. Hello? Okay, if that's the way you feel. Who is that? But Trillo, he says we gotta stop making these records. <laughs>
11: Well, don't try to avoid the issue. I don't care how big a person is. I always stand up to him. By one time, I even stood up to told Truman what I thought. What happened? Nothing. She just kept right on singing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, James, sitting here in your exquisite home, just perusing the vagaries of Mother Nature and philosophizing on the foibles of human friendship, Mellow me to excruciating happiness Victor,
4: where did you learn to talk like that?
11: I read the corset ads in Harper's (laughs) Bazaar I'm glad I didn't get
4: that speech We'd be here all night I'll string along with that But you know, Victor I saw you and it happened on Fifth Avenue A marvelous cinema And you know, in pictures You have the same trouble I do We never get the girl. What's the matter with us? Aren't we handsome? Yes. Aren't we big and strong? Yes. Don't we have sex appeal? Yes. Sorry, those are the wrong answers. Stick around for the jackpot.
11: <laughs>
4: you know, Victor, you should sweep the women right off their feet. Gosh, yes. With well, the new styles the
11: women are wearing, confuse me. The other day I spent the whole afternoon following one of those long black skirts. What happened? Congratulate me I'm now going steady
4: With the Supreme Court Justice <laughs> Victor, that might come in handy The next time I go to court About my swimming pool <laughs> But talking about women, Victor Our regular chan Peggy Lee is in the hospital And who do you think Is helping us out? Our good neighbor The star of the Chesterfield Supper Club Joe Stafford
13: I'm awfully glad I was able to come over And pinch it for Peggy tonight
11: Ah, Miss Stafford
13: Now that I look at you
11: I can see why Chesterfield's are satisfied
13: (laughs) (laughs) And after hearing Jimmy sing tonight I know what put Perry in a coma (laughs) He's got
4: a million of them A million of them Miss Stafford what are you going to vocalize for us this evening?
13: Well, Jimmy, I have the starlighters with me, and we'll do anything that pleases
4: you. How about one of those luscious, romantic love songs?
13: Your wish is my command. Stand back, Jimmy.
4: Back. <coughs> <laughs>
7: Feuding and a
13: fussing and a Beyond the busy highway Beyond the city stride we highly treasure and take great pleasure in our plain way of life. Along the pleasant highway, the friendly sky. No courthouse capers, we don't serve papers to transome other guy Our troubles never sting, we get them over To be exciting. Don't like them honoring neighbors down by the creek. We'll be plumb out of neighbors next week. Grandma, poor old grandma. Now, why they have to shoot for grandma?
4: She
5: lies near clover.
13: Someone caught her bending over, picking up a daisy.
4: that fussing man of this is a wrong that needs a right.
13: Let's give our daughter a pistol now that she's full. Something wrong with us I sure would like to go spooning down by the creek But I'll be plumb out of boyfriends next week Cinderella
3: hey. had a feller. Come here all the way from the city uh-huh. We shot him in the clover
13: Someone ought to cover that poor man over Jackson never got to kiss him, and fighting and a fussing No use of standing here a cussin'. Let's get that funeral service over so then we can start it a feudin', fightin' and a feudin', feudin' and a fightin' again.
3: The Distinguished Rexall quality story begins in the Rexall laboratory. Yes, the Rexall laboratory is one of the largest and most completely equipped pharmaceutical laboratories in the world. Here, more than 2,000 different Rexall drug products are scientifically compounded under the exacting guidance of doctors, chemists, and pharmacists. That's why when your Rexall druggist says, for example, In Rexall plenumens, you get all the vitamins for which our minimum daily requirements have been established. Plus liver concentrate and iron to help prevent simple anemia. You may be sure your Rexall druggist knows what he's talking about. Thanks to the unsurpassed quality standards of the Rexall Laboratory, you can depend on any drug product bearing the name Rexall. The quality of one Rexall product will tell you the quality story for all Rexall products. Remember, 25% of America buys its drug needs at Rexall Drugstore.
11: If you want to be sure that the product is pure when you ask for a drug preparation, buy the Rexall line at the Rexall
13: sign of Rexall Identification. Good
3: health to all from Rexall.
4: Ah, that was a mighty tasty meal. Treat your orders from the delicatessen. We had pig's feet, pig's knuckles, breast of pig, big pig, and pig pie. Well, say something, Victor. I. <laughs>
8: How
4: do you like that? He turned into a chicken. <laughs> but now that we've finished our dinner, let's adjourn to the music room and partake in a bit of community singing. But one thing I demand, Vic, let's sing together. She left 29, 29 broken, broken hearts... hearts. Broken in 29 parts. Now there are 29 parts. complaining to them about the
5: lady
4: and 29 Oh, I
5: love your
3: singing. I think you're the greatest singers in the world. Do you understand? The greatest singers in the world.
4: If you like us so much, why don't you applaud? I can't get my hands out of the straitjacket. <gasps> How cute. He's wearing one of those new ballpoint heads.
11: Gee, Jimmy, that lady from 29 Palms. That's the kind of a girl we ought to go after. What chance have we got? We never get the
4: girl. Us men have become weaklings, Victor. In the old pirate days, men went out and got what they wanted. Why don't we become pirates now and go out and find the girl from 29 Palms? That sounds double peaches. Triple peaches.
11: Let's climb aboard our Spanish galleon right now. We'll go helter skelter. I'll go skelter and you'll go. Just a minute. Well, you get the idea. Chip ahoy and shiver me timbers. What a weary life being a pirate captain is. All day long from poop poop deck to poop deck, to poop deck to poop deck. What's your trouble? I'm poop
4: (laughs) Bast, you turned out to be a fine pirate How come you get on deck every morning before the other swashbucklers?
11: Well, the other pirates buckle their swash I've got a
4: zipper (laughs) Well, there's no time for idle talk, my hearty buccaneer I see trouble ahead Lash yourself to the mast What's the matter? It's the dread of all sailors we're passing by California and the rainy season is starting. Here it comes. <laughs> Run for the hills, natives. It's a convoy. <laughs> yeah, California to have the dampest sunshine in the country. But wait a minute. What, what's let's take those here? Guys. We're over oh, this get it over the ship. Come on man. It. It's mutiny, Captain, and here comes treacherous Treacher, the most
5: vicious pirate on board. Let him come. I'll tell him who's boss. Okay, you two. This is mutiny if you try to stop us, I'll cut you down like dogs and swing you from a yard arm. Victor, why don't you say something?
11: Uh, I'm having it transcribed
5: to a more convenient time. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're tired of this wild goose chase to find the lady from 29 Palms. We want to go home.
11: We're not going home. You've been a troublemaker from the start. The first time I looked at you, I saw a red... It's awful when I see red It's awful when I see red Why is it so awful? They send me to Washington to be investigated
4: (laughs) Wait a minute, now this has gone far enough Nobody's gonna stop us from finding the lady from 29 Palms Get ready to die, Treacher (laughs)
11: How did you kill him so easy?
4: My brother-in-law is the sound man. <laughs> Come on, I'll swing the boat around. Port the port stern. Starboard the starboard stern. Port the starboard stern, and let's stern. <laughs> let's turn. Yeah, let's turn to the next page. I'm sinking the boat.
11: <laughs> You're right. The boat is sinking. Quick, woman, the lifeboats. Woman, the lifeboats. Let's man the lifeboats. You filled your boats, I'll fill
4: <laughs> It's too late for boats There's the shore We'll have to swim for it Well, we made it And look over there It's a mermaid Maybe she's the lady from 29 Palms Tell me, mermaid How does it feel Spending year after year In the icy water And being half woman And half fish I'm feeling mighty low. Is that your voice or did you swallow one of the egg spots?
7: Pardon me, but if you gentlemen are looking for the lady from 29 Palms, I am she, and I am looking for a strong man. Who are you?
11: Oh, me, Tarzan.
7: Oh, vous êtes adorable, le plus bel homme du monde, mon petit chouchou.
4: I don't know what that means.
11: I do, but I'm afraid
4: to do anything
11: about it <laughs> <laughs> Ah,
4: fair lady, I'll protect you I'm a real man of the sea I've got salt in my hair, salt in my ears, salt in my eyes Kiss me But why? I want to show you I've got a little pepper, too <laughs>
7: Ah, you are so sweet, the both of you. But you, the little butterball. Oh, I know you. You are the singer Bing Crosby. Oh, no. Uh, No, I'm not Bing Crosby. Oh, but if you were Bing Crosby, I would put my arms around you and hug you and kiss you and squeeze you. When the blue... Oh, enough, enough of this talk. I, the lady from Twenty Nine Palms, have made my choice, and you are the lucky man, flute snoot.
4: She knows me.
7: You are so lucky to have me. I have Twenty Nine Cadillacs.
4: My dream boat.
7: And I have Twenty Nine Mink
4: My dream boat.
7: And when we get married, we'll have Twenty Nine children. Man overboard! <laughs>
3: here are those foremost Rexall reminders for the week. Remember, 25% of America buys its drug needs in Rexall drugstores. Remember, Rexall is that large and respected family of more than 2,000 different drug products. Remember, you can always depend on any drug product bearing the name Rexall. Remember, Rexall drug products are available in Rexall drugstores everywhere.
4: Touché, Howard, and I'd like to add... I do my shopping at a Rexall store Buying Rexall drugs And furthermore Umbriago He prefers them too We buy Rexall That's all How about you? <laughs> now who will take with you When we're far away When we're
5: Let me hear that high note Maestro What a note Ah, a delightful
4: note, Mr. Durant. An excluciating note, Mr. (laughs) Treacher Well, Arthur, it was nice having Victor Moore and Joe Stafford with us tonight And Peggy Lee, we hope you're better And next week, we're going to have that lovely Lucille Ball
5: Lucille
4: Ball? Yes, I'm glad she's coming to visit us again Last time I saw her, I gave her a lock of my hair I could use it now (laughs) Now, before we close we're going to get a little low down on one of the big football games this week from Tommy Harmon, famous player of the Los Angeles Rams. Tommy, tell us, what's doing on the gridiron this week? Well, Jimmy,
15: for our Rexall games this week, we're going to have to split our football spotlight. Two very important games are taking place Saturday, and the winners of these games may well be playing each other on January 1st in the Rose Bowl. On the West Coast, we have California against Southern California at Berkeley. As yet, both of these teams are in the undefeated class, although SC has been tied by Rice. With Lynn Waldorf steering the Golden Bears, California has swept through four opponents in great style. So much so that the loyal Cal alumni are now clamoring for the Rose Bowl. This week's game against Southern California will make or break the Bears. SC is a football team that has improved each Saturday. And although I may lose a few friends because I say this, I feel that Saturday, Southern California will derail the California Rose Bowl Express. Our other game of the week concerns the Little Brown Jug, the well-known trophy awarded to the winner of the annual game between Michigan and Minnesota. The sports writers so far have given Michigan the title of the nation's number one team. But between you and me, I hope that the Michigan players don't take their clippings to the game. Because I know the Gophers have very little respect for newspaper write-ups. They only respect hard tackling and blocking. But don't ask me how I know. However, I do feel that Michigan's overall power will be too much for Minnesota this year. Thank you, Tommy Harmon. This program is produced and directed by Phil Cohan. Good health to
4: all from Rexall. Good night,
3: Mrs. Calabash. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.